0: On air, online, on Twitter.
1: Jennifer Campbell is always
0: on. Unfiltered, opinionated, and ready to speak her mind at a moment's notice.
1: This is the Jennifer Campbell Show on 570 News and Rogers TV Cable 20.
2: No, there ain't nothing that I gotta prove. You think your words will make me black and blue, but I I think I'm pretty with these old boots on. I think it's funny when I drink too much. You try and change me, you can go to hell. Cause I don't want to be nobody else. I like the chip I got in my front teeth. And I got bad tattoos you won't
1: believe. So kick
2: out the jams, kick up the soul, pour another glass of that rock and roll. Now, what do you want from me? I'm not a
1: Mary, sweet, oh. oh, hello to you guys. Cupcakes. That's what I like to call you. This is it. This is the final uh, show. The final uh, Jennifer Campbell show on today. Um, and I have had uh, lots of lovely, kind things that you guys sent me. And perhaps maybe you're just hearing about it. Very exciting stuff that Brian Burke's going to be joining the 570 team coming up uh, next week. Um, and, uh, kind, lovely messages I've got from you guys. So, um, we'll get to some of those later. If you want to send me a nasty one too, that's totally fine. Let's continue the spirit of the show. <laughs> and i'm totally te- i mean i'm teasing but if you it's, this is kind of going to be your last chance i mean the last chance for you and I to talk on this uh radio station on 570 news um i'm going back full time to our sister station to country 106.7 and i'll kind of tell you all about why maybe you heard me announce it on monday um i'll tell you why I'm, i kind of made that choice and um and we'll we'll talk about it if you want to but if you want to tell me off one final time girl dude guy I am down, totally down. Or if you want to share some fun memories or if you want to talk about... Anything that's happened over the past two and a half years. I mean, this is kind of our our last chance. It's our last chance to do it together. Um, so, uh, well, we got somebody already. Let's do it. Why not? Right? Oh, I don't even know if I'm following this schedule today. Erin Anderson is kind and lovely and she'll be all right with it, I'm sure. She's planned a wonderful show. Um, but we're going to kind of go a little bit rogue today. Uh, so we can talk to you guys and uh, I get to say goodbye and thank you. Goodbye and thank you. Sean, hi. One of the original listeners to the show. Hello, Sean.
3: It's actually Todd, uh, Jennifer. Todd?
1: Yeah. Oh, hi, Todd.
3: I called in on your first day. You did? Yeah, and I want to say something before I uh, lose my train of thought here. Um, You're going to go down with uh, one of the the greats of 570 Talk Radio. There's a few of them. Uh, Gary Doyle, Eric Droz. Uh, Jeff Allen, we're going to put you right up there, uh, Jennifer. It's been just an absolute delight to have you on uh, in the mornings with your little jingle before you come on. Uh, It's been interesting. You're a fair person, and I just want to wish you all the very best, and it's just been an absolute delight.
1: Todd thank you so much. I'm thinking now maybe I should have brought Kleenex cuz I tend to be an emotional human being. But Todd, I appreciate that so much. Thank I mean the conversations we've had and people like you being with us from the beginning. I can't tell you you keep me employed and you've done uh and you and and you've been here and I just I appreciate that and I appreciate you listening every day and uh and yes, we've had we've had some amazing talk show hosts uh well, here all
3: the all the best uh Jennifer, you, you wear your heart on your sleeve, you're a fair person, and all the very, very best, and- congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. You have, a, you have a great life, okay? Thank you.
1: I won't be too far, Todd. I'm hoping sometime oh,
3: I'll, I'll be listening in with you and T, uh, PJ in the morning. Oh,
1: good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Todd, thank you so much. Best, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you, Todd. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I won't be too far. I'm just down the hall. Maybe I should be telling people... Should I be reading that original post? I'm not going too far. I'm just going back to our sister station full-time. Um, it's my first love. Country music is my my biggest love. And there are some big opportunities over there, and uh, and I want them. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be mentoring some new talent over on our on our country brand, and I'm going to uh, do some music programming and um, and some stuff nationally for some brands. We've got a country station in Fort McMurray, and um and and so what I did realize though was that I cannot do it all. Sometimes I like to pretend that I'm Wonder Woman. I'm not um and so I I knew when they were talking to me about these opportunities that I I was going to be overwhelmed and I have to know my limitations and know my passions and kind of do what um what, what I think is probably the best for my heart and that's what it was so that's why I'm going back full time uh, to Country 106.7 um I'm losing my train of thought here because I want to get so much out. Oh, um, and I, somebody said, will you do news, news talk radio again? Of course, I would love to. I've, yeah, absolutely. I've had some of the best days of my career here at 570 News and I've loved it. So certainly not t- taking talk radio off the, uh, off the horizon just for now. I'm just going to kind of refocus. Star 570, it's the last Jennifer Campbell show. It feels very self indulgent for me to kind of just talk about myself t- this much, but I, I wanted to get you guys, uh, the chance to, to to say what you wanted to say, and Donna has something to say, too. Hi, Donna. Good morning. Hey, Jen. I know you meet and talk to a lot of people. I've called in a few times over the last few years, and one Saturday we were both
4: shopping at the Superstore, and I stopped you, and I said, hey, love your show. Remember that? I do remember that. Anyway, so thanks for the great job you've done. It's been lots of fun listening to you, and I'll be listening to you on Kicks and look forward to hearing you again someday in the future of
1: 570. You've got a fantastic show and I for one will miss it. Oh, Donna, thank you so much. And I'm so I love how many people listen to all of our radio stations, which is I mean, that's just good for business. Um, Donna, I have one question for you. Um, when we met at the superstore, was I yelling at my children? No, you were all oh. by yourself. You had a quiet day that day. You had no children with you. <laughs> it was a little mommy vacation. There you go. All right, Donna, I appreciate you and I appreciate your phone calls. And you uh, thank you, Donna. Yeah, we'll see you soon. That's one of my favorite parts of this job is because sometimes it feels in radio like perhaps you might be talking to yourself a little bit. But if you have a really good connection with the with the people who are listening, you guys, um, Nothing brings me more happiness than to stop and chat at the superstore or at the market or at the gas station or wherever. I just love those conversations. So thank you for always stopping to say hello and, um, and meeting my family and, and asking to take a picture. I mean, my kids think they're famous, which is kind of hilarious. Um, we're working on that a little humility in their lives, um, but it's been it's been such a, a nice thing to share those moments with you here on the air and uh, and off the air too, in, in this amazing uh, community that we that we live in. Uh, okay, so we'll do this throughout the show. I do have some lovely listener letters to get to, and I'm going to read you the full post coming up after 9:45 about um, what and why I've made the decision to go back full time uh, to Country 106.7. Um, well, mostly because I uh, mostly because they said yes. I suppose they could have been like, "No, girl, get your butt back in the chair. Keep, keep working." But they—they're uh, letting me kind of follow a, a bit of a dream of mine. So th- amazing stuff. Um, I like working here. I really do like working here. I guess that's why I've been here since Christ was a cowboy. You know, <laughs> that means a long time, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here are a couple of stories that have caught my eye this morning. Did you guys see this story about the the road rage incident? Um, on the 404 near Finch, did you guys see this crazy story? Uh, there's a guy, a 42 year old man facing charges for driving along, um, the 404 in North York Wednesday with another man clinging to the hood of his vehicle. I mean, what, how did we get here? It was, uh, sparked by a road rage incident. So what happened was one of the drivers was attempting to merge into traffic on the 404 from the on-ramp at Finch. The second driver refused to let him in, cut off. There's honking, there's shouting, there's frustration. Uh, the two vehicles come to a stop in traffic. Um Soon after, one driver approaches the other vehicle. Something is thrown at the vehicle, and the driver who was still in his car says it was a toolbox that was tossed at him after he admittedly refused to allow the other driver to merge in front of him um he says that the uh the guy who got out of his car went back to his car he got out to take a picture of his license plate and then he sped towards me i had to jump on the roof of the car to avoid being run down and i remember thinking just hold on to the hood and wiper blades and hope he doesn't swerve so then this is all captured by another motorist dash cam i mean it's just it's just insanity so I'm watching this because yesterday, as I picked up my uh, little guy from Chicopee, he goes to camp at Chicopee, which is awesome, by the way. How great is it to go to Chicopee in the winter and the summer? Yep. Um So I picked him up. And you know where you have to merge to, to you're either going to go on to King or you're going to go on to, you're going to take 7-8 towards Stratford. We live in Forest Heights. So I'm trying to go on 7-8. We have merge problems there, you guys. We have merge problems there and people are getting upset and I'm worried someone's going to end up on the hood of someone else's car. Even though most of me thinks to myself that if you are angry enough to get out and get on the hood of someone's car, you're probably, there's, there's something else going on, something else that's going on. You're not just mad about the merging, you know, that escalated quickly. Um, Anyway, everybody has avoided injury here, but I'm telling you, And I've heard that I've heard that you're not supposed to like we're not supposed we're supposed to go to the very end and merge. I've heard that. I don't think it's working though, because people are angry about it. It's not so I don't know how we're supposed to merge, except for I know that we can just kind of say, Yeah, all right. I mean, go ahead. Just go ahead. What's the big deal? For letting someone in. You know what I mean? Just let someone in. And I did, I have to admit that um, I learned the hard way to contain my road rage. Because one time at the parking lot of that same superstore that Donna was in, um, my four-year-old from the back seat said, it's a parking lot, not an IQ test to another car. And I, I could only assume he learned that from me. So I needed to learn how to shut it down a little bit. Anyway, glad that everybody's okay after this crazy incident on the 404. But my goodness, like to get that enraged that quickly. We need some car yoga. Okay, we are going to talk uh, about an interesting study from the University of Guelph uh, that finds that women view lower voices as less trustworthy. Luke, you have a pretty low voice. Actually, I have a really low voice. Do you find me not? Am I untrustworthy? No? Um, this is this is kind of interesting, and it's funny because it was a lot of women around the office who sent this to me. We're going to f- talk about that coming up after um, 9.30, and we're going to talk to... Uh, oh, sorry, that's from Concordia. We're going to talk about that. No, it's from Guelph, but we're going to talk to Concordia after this. But we're going to Guelph to talk to the Director of Student Wellness about this uh, new crisis text line that they're piloting. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do that after this.
0: When extreme weather hits... Count on the 570 Extreme Weather Center.
1: Is that Aretha? No. Gosh, here I am preaching about how much I love music radio. (laughs) <laughs> welcome back it's 9 21 uh and we continue with the final jennifer campbell show and uh show where i'm going to thank you guys um as many times as i can for letting me into your homes and your lives each and every day uh we'll tell you about why i'm leaving and where i'm going and why i kind of made the choice i did coming up a little bit later in the show. Uh, right now we go to the University of Guelph where students are uh, going to have access to a new crisis text line. It's a pilot project and joining us to talk about it is Allison Burnett, who's the Director of Student Wellness at the University of Guelph. Allison, thank you for taking time for us this morning. Thanks so much for having me. Are we back at it? Are we, is it Frosh Week? What's happening at the University of Guelph right now? Uh, Yes, move-in is this weekend.
5: So uh, we've already had a large number of students already arrive for early move-in. Our international students, um, our student leaders are all back on campus. And uh, things really sort of kick off tomorrow with the majority of students moving into residence. Then we have a few days of orientation and welcome-back activities. And then they're back at classes next
1: Thursday. So, I mean, I remember many, many moons ago that excitement, that that kind of that... um, interesting mix of I mean being so over the moon excited and then so terrified at the same time of what it means to move away from home for some kids and to be on your own for the first time I mean it can be uh certainly quite overwhelming to to everybody yeah absolutely yes
5: it's a it's an exciting time a lot of time a lot for a lot of students this is the first time they've been really away from home in any great length of time um and students you know I'm not going to give away my age or anything, but mm-hmm. they're they're younger than they were when I went to university, right? Yes, the, much. Uh, the change in the high school, so um, I think that's that's a, 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 a important point to note. So. Um, we try our best to you know bring them into the the Guelph community and have lots of supports available to them to help
1: them make that transition. So this new crisis text line uh, has a, a really good partner with the Kids Help Phone and this is this this is the first year obviously as a pilot that you, that'll offer mental health support when kids need it.
5: Absolutely. Yeah, it's a partnership with uh, Kids Help Phone and the cooperators cooperators here in Guelph, who approached the university about um, this this new tech service that they would like to, you know, see how it how it translates into the university context. Um, and uh, we're excited to pilot that with them.
1: Why, text, why text-based Why text support? I mean, Kids Health Phone's been around for quite some time, and obviously when it started, there was no texting. It was, you know, call the number. But why Why text-based support? Well, I think the youths of today
5: are really moving to that as one of their main ways of communicating with people. Um, I understand from some... Uh, it's helpful from research that they had identified that, you know, 40, 42% of youth prefer to write rather than speak about their problems, um, and that they really welcome the idea of texting as a way to, to reach out to people. So, I think it's just an evolution of how we see technology um, influencing our behaviors and uh, the ways that we interact with one another. Um, so I think it's just a, another another option for students. yeah, you know, we still continue to have our traditional one to one counseling available. we have uh telephone supports available through our community partners here twenty four seven and good to talk um and this is just an additional uh way for students to be able to reach out uh we want to provide them with as many options that they you know that they that they would feel comfortable with um in hopes that
1: they do reach out if they're if they're experiencing some sort of a crisis, yeah, I was thinking about it too the I think one of the really great things about the text based support too is that when you're in that moment and you're in that crisis moment and uh you know things are spinning fast inside your head and inside your heart, sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to remember um advice or um you know maybe um um Places that can help you or it's nice to be able to go back and read what some of the answers or some of the techniques uh, that were offered to you are, you know, because when you're kind of wrapped up in it, it might seem hard to recall some of the things that 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 counselor has said. Absolutely. I think,
5: like you said, uh, it provides, you know, they could be in the middle of the night when waking up with some sort of, you know, that feeling of panic, et cetera, and not knowing where to reach out. And you can have, uh, you know, the uh, the text line right into your phone that you can easily access um, and then speak to or text with somebody in the sort of that immediate space.
1: I think it's probably... Um it's probably a, a big blessing for parents as well to know that their child, their, their, um, that their young adult is, is off to, uh, an institution that cares about mental health, that has different options for mental health. Um, you know, because we know that our teenagers usually the parents are the last people they want to talk to or confide in. Um, mm-hmm. so knowing as a, as a mom, uh, that there is a, a multi-leveled support system makes me super confident in sending my, my, my child to that, um, establishment.
5: Well I th- I think that's uh, that's one of the the great things like like i mentioned earlier we have many different options available as many universities um across the province already do so um I think um many of us are you know their mental health is definitely an issue that we're trying to to cope with and to help students manage more effectively and, and like I said this this opportunity to provide them another opportunity to reach out um is really what uh, made this a fantastic opportunity for us. And I would agree, sending, sending, um, sending your, your, your loved one off to school, you want to make sure that they have the resources in place for them, and we certainly do here at the university.
1: Alison Burnett is the Director of Student Wellness at uh, the University of Guelph. It's, look at this technology, too, because to access this tech service, um, I mean, you don't even need a data plan or an Internet connection. No, you just
5: text U of G to 686868 um, from their text or SMS-enabled device, and that will connect them with a uh, Kids Help Phone volunteer crisis responder.
1: Well, I say congratulations to the University of Guelph for being so uh, forward when it comes to mental health, and uh, we wish you all just the best year. All the students that are arriving this weekend uh, kind of, I'm a little envious about those days gone by. They were some of the uh, best it's days.
5: An, it's an exciting time for us, <laughs> too, on campus to have them all coming back. So,
1: Alison Burnett, Director of Student Wellness at the University of Guelph. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. It is uh, 927. Why do women find lower voices? less trustworthy. Uh, this is from the University of Guelph too and we're going to talk to a psychology professor who did that study at Guelph. Now is at uh, Concordia University. Because didn't we always think that they were kind of I mean alluring. I'm going to hurt my I hurts when I do that. You know like the berry, like it's super sexy. The low voice. You know? Okay, I'll stop. Uh, why do women find lower voices uh, less trustworthy? We're gonna find out after this 570 News.
4: Making your smart
1: speaker
0: even smarter. Alexa, play 570 News.
5: Playing 570 News.
1: And we're back, 9:32. Look who's here, Polly's here. Producer Polly, I haven't seen you in a month and a half. Hi. What is happening? How you doing? I'm good. How's your <laughs> summer been? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Good. Where You took some vacation.
0: I took some vacation, and then this week I'm filling in for somebody else, so I'm doing somebody else's job, so I can't do my normal job, but I'm back for about an hour here because Luke, had it's a big, complicated Story. I'm telling you.
1: (laughs) Everybody in this business, in this, in this, well, and definitely on 570 News knows how to like bounce from position to position. It's really quite something. Because if you told me right now I had to go to the newsroom and like do the traffic, I'd probably sit down and cry. (laughs) But you guys are all like so, so good at it anyway. So, hi, Polly. It's good to see you. Thank you. It's good to see you. Um, Okay. We are going to uh, get to the final, final. This is the last Jennifer Campbell show. Why? Wait, did they fire me? I know they didn't. I'm sorry that that disappoints some of you. And I'm happy that some of you <laughs> are, are glad I didn't get fired. Uh, just moving down the hall. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, why and where I'm going and, and all that kind of stuff, uh, coming up. And yes, you can call at, to tell me off one last time that, see, that's fun. We should do that a little bit together. It's been, it's been good. Or if you want to share, uh, you know, something that you heard on this show that you'll never forget, like, for example, the, uh, how about the, How about the crazy blow-up doll? No, that wasn't a blow-up doll. What was it? Sex. What was it? What are they called? Those rubber... Aaron, what are they called? That one I got a lot of emails on. I I
0: don't know. The uh, real-life dolls? Yeah, the real dolls.
1: Real dolls. Thank you. I think so, yeah. Did you know they cost $10,000? I've heard that. My mind was blown by that. Crazy. I mean, yeah. Anyway, um, we had a lot of emails on that one. Because I didn't even, I was kind of at a loss for words. I wasn't really sure. I didn't want to be judgy out, but I didn't, I was ignorant about it, right? So, anyway, turns out that place isn't happening. Surprise. Um, so, anyway, a lot of response to that one. What was your favorite thing that we did on the show or a story that made you really angry or really happy? Or um, you can let us know at Star 570 as we kind of say goodbye. And I do hope they'll invite me back once in a while to fill the chair if need be. Um, so, we'll, we'll, we'll hope for that. Uh, so, Star 570, 519 as we do the final final uh, coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, okay, this is so interesting and I think, I think what's really interesting about it is that three women around the office sent this story to me and said, you really got to cover this. Uh, if you're looking to gain a woman's trust, it's best not to to sound like Barry White. This is from the University of Guelph, and it's a study that uh, reveals that women perceive men with lower-pitched voices to be less trustworthy, particularly when they are saying antisocial words like corrupt, fraud, or cheat. We are joined this morning by Jillian O'Connor, who's a psychology professor at Concordia University, to talk about this. Good morning, Jillian. Thank you for taking time for us this morning. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, so first of all, I think that one of the questions that pops into my head is um, is the motivation for the study? where does Where does the idea to study something like this come from?
4: Well, we know about the sound of our voices having a lot of impact on how other people perceive us. So it can influence how attractive and trustworthy we sound. It can even influence if people think we're going to be a really good leader or if we're going to cheat on our romantic partners. But all of this information that we know, we've got from studies that doesn't consider what we're actually saying at the same time. And practically speaking, you know, we really only hear someone's voice when they have something to say. So we wanted to look at the meaning of what was being said and look at how this interacted with how the voices sounded.
1: So... It's super interesting too, and it reminds me of something I heard, uh, about a week ago. I was listening to, um, an, a program that talked about how women tend to lower their voices in certain situations, particularly, you know, in career, uh, to appear to be more authoritative, authoritative. So is this something that we're we're conscious, consciously doing the the lowering of our own voice or the perception of someone else's voice. Or is this really kind of just all um, something that's happening that we're a little unaware of?
4: Well, our voices are really interesting because there's kind of one thing that we can't change about it, and those are the types of sounds that we make. So generally, someone else will know what we sound like, and they'll also know if we're trying to change our voice to sound either higher or lower. But we have this thing where we can voluntarily speak in a higher or lower voice as well. The thing is, it's, it's kind of difficult to do, and you kind of have to be a trained voice actor or singer in order to do it. So we, we think that when listeners hear someone else's voice, what they're doing is they're thinking that this is how the person sounds all of the time you know in a work situation if someone is trying to sound really authoritative then they could maybe even consciously lower their voices but chances are it's a subconscious behavior that accompanies that type of motivation
1: so so we but the women in the study found the lower pitched voices more attractive which i know we know ties into testosterone and mm. and that kind of stuff so that kind of makes sense
4: Yeah, so it's this really strange contrast that we found where women seem to be really attracted to lower-pitched voices, but at the same time, they tend to trust them less. And so some of our previous research has found that the the degree to which women like these voices is really tied to how much they think they're going to be faithful to them in a relationship. (laughs) So there's some really complex, uh, you know, associations going on with how we sound and what other people think of us.
1: This is so It's so fascinating because, I mean, it just kind of, I mean it just reminds us i suppose that we are just animals and innately our our our, our bodies want to reproduce and we want to do that successfully
4: Well, also just in everyday lives, you know, we want to have really good social interactions if it's in our personal life or if it's in the work realm. So we want to pick people as friends or coworkers that we can trust in some way. So if something so subtle as the sound of our voice can have a really huge impact on who we think is trustworthy, that's, you know, really something worth knowing when you go out into the world.
1: So fascinating, too, because as we kind of tie the pieces together, like you said the um you know the lower the vo- voice, the higher the testosterone and and the science, and I guess perhaps I mean I'm going to say things like your gut or your heart, uh, which you as uh as a professor probably will say don't you know th- those aren't actual science, but we know that the higher testosterone um men with higher testosterone are are more likely to like you mentioned to be unfaithful or to um, uh, use their partner for financial gains and it's, it's, it's fascinating stuff. Well, you're exactly right saying that it's kind of our, our feeling,
4: it's our gut. You could say it's an intuition or even an instinct that when we hear this sound, you know, this cue to these types of behavior, this lower-pitched voice, we might not consciously know, you know, what research says about testosterone and behavior, but there's some inherent rule that we rely on that says if, if we think someone might be untrustworthy in one category, so by the things that they say and we get some more information from some other source, like the way that we sound, then maybe that's a person that we should be pretty careful of.
1: So what we've come to to know as, you know, well, trust your gut or listen to your heart, those kind of cliches are actually rooted in biology. Absolutely. You know, another way to say
4: trust your gut is kind of like saying, well, trust your instinct. It might not always lead you in 100% the right direction, but it could help us avoid getting into trouble maybe with untrustworthy people in, in
1: situations more often than not. It is uh, from the University of Guelph, published recently in the British Journal of Psychology. It is just some fascinating subject matter. Uh, Jillian O'Connor, psychology professor at Concordia University. I so appreciate you taking time to talk to us this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you. Have a great day. Happy you weekend. Too. Bye-bye. Whew, that's fascinating. Do you, do you, do you, do you uh, have a voice that you like more than others? Polly, you know, it's funny because that's what gives me away. Uh, Donna was just calling earlier and she said, you know, I met you at the superstore. Nobody recognizes my face, but as soon as I open my mouth, because it's a distinctive kind of raspy voice and people people recognize it right away.
0: I had that happen to me about a year and a half ago. I was up in Listowel at the closing of the old elementary school because they built a new one and I was talking to my wife and a woman recognized me just based on my voice. I wasn't wearing any station logos or anything, and she goes, "Producer Polly." <laughs> like it was, it was kind of weird, but yeah. kind of cool at the same time. Yeah, it kind of blows your
1: mind a little bit. That that's <laughs> how good, uh, you know, that our our hearing is that tied to memory too. And it, I can't not say it, Polly. We've had lots of listeners before tell us that P- producer Polly sounds exactly like Nemo's dad in Finding Nemo. <laughs>
0: It's true. see, Aaron's laughing now. I guess she's never heard that. You, what you think so? I sound like Nemo's dad. He, he Aaron does
1: sound like Nemos.
0: Dad. i some people think I sound like Jonah Hill, too. I ok. Oh. Whatever.
1: ok. So. I'm gonna have to go listen to Jonah Hill because. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time I saw him. But yeah, I remember that first time the li- one of our listeners called and said, Polly sounds like Nemo's dad. You can't unhear it. She's looking it up right now. You can't unhear <laughs> it. Uh fascinating stuff. Okay. It's time to say adieu to you and you and you. Uh it's the final Jennifer Campbell show. I'm leaving and um, I didn't feel very kind of egotistical and narcissistic just talking about myself for 15 minutes. But you guys have sent me some of the most lovely, lovely, lovely um, messages. And I want to tell you why you are definitely deserving of an explanation. Uh, So we're going to wrap it up next. If you want to talk or say anything or uh, good riddance, goodbye. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Uh, Come over to my house for a beer. Whatever you want to say. (laughs) <laughs> Those phone lines are open. Star 570-519-570-2545. That's next on 570 News.
0: Take flight with Canada's team. I want to fly. Get out, Get out, Follow the Toronto Blue Jays through all 162. That's way- Every walk-off hit, every game-saving catch, every heart-pounding strikeout. 570 News, your home for Toronto Blue Jays baseball.
2: Happy trails to you until we meet
3: again. Holly. you're so good
1: at song choices. <laughs> uh, this is it, you guys. This is it, um, when I was away on holidays a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was announced that they were gonna Just welcome Brian Burke into, uh, the 570 lineup. And then I immediately, I was on vacation. I was in bed, sleeping way too late, and my phone was dinging, and I had all these like, are you, you're leaving, did you get fired, I had all these messages, and because I was lazy, and and truth be told, probably just a little bit hungover, I stayed in bed and I just wrote one post because I thought that would be easier to uh, do than to answer all of them uh, individually, but I thank you for sending them, that was nice of you to worry about me. So here we go, I'm just going to read you that post because um, I don't need to be wordier than And I already am. We all know that. Uh, The truth is, yes, today is the last show. I am leaving 570 News. The fake news is I got fired, even though that would have made some of you very happy. I'm talking to you. You are fake news. (laughs) I'm talking to you, Andre. Andre emailed me a nice email, Polly. I'm going to read it in a couple minutes. I mean, if that is not a sign of something amazing happening today, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket when I'm done here. So uh, earlier this year, I asked to go back. I asked my managers to go back to what I love full time, which is country music radio. From the moment I danced on my father's feet to he stopped loving her today, I knew that the stories country music told would be forever woven into the fabric of who I am. And after much thought, I said, yep, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And my manager said, how do we help you? How do we fuel your fire? And right there, I realized, again, as I have many times, over the past 14 years that I'm very lucky to work um, here at, uh, at the Rogers Kitchener Radio Group. I have learned so much during my time on talk radio. I've learned that one hour of radio is about seven hours of work, by the way, (laughs) and not just for me, but we'll talk about that in, in just a couple seconds. I have seen and heard and helped tell some of the most amazing stories of human existence. I've seen the best in people. And some of those days I saw the worst too. And those days were, were hard. They were exhausting. Uh, they were deflating. Um, you've heard me try to convince people that they could give a crap about others. And sometimes that's not easy. And in fact, I'm not really sure how to do it still. So I am going to use my energy to raise our three beautiful sons into the most generous, empathetic human beings I possibly can. That's my job right now. It has to be. Energy is not infinite. It has to be replenished. And I wear my heart on my sleeve and you guys know it comes out of my mouth quite frequently too. Uh, these past couple years have been monumental news years. The world is changing. It's a lot. It's a lot to carry. It's a lot to witness. It's a lot to see. But in the wise words of Dolly Parton, if you want a rainbow... You got to put up with a little rain. I think that through these brutal times of news stories and intolerance and injustice that we've seen some bright rainbows uh, start to shine. I hope that you guys heard something on this show that helped your mind open a bit further and made your heart grow a bit more. I hope you got angry at displays of injustice. I hope that it moved you to do something, inspired you to say something. It made you want to help somebody and it made you call out the bull. So I'm going to go back full time just down the hall to our Rogers Kitchener uh, radio brands. Uh, I'm going to do some stuff nationally, which I'm super excited about. Music and mentoring are my passions and goals. I've told you before I would have been a teacher, but I wasn't smart enough. Also, the ADHD prevents me from like any more than two years of post-secondary, which I didn't actually even graduate from, I don't think. So that's why. I was never a teacher. Um, Thank you, guys. Uh, Behind the scenes here, producers James Sebastian Scott and Paul Harriet, they have made me sound good even on very, very bad days. That's not easy. Uh, such a job well done by you. And thanks to Jeff Pickle, who filled this chair when I wasn't here, and to Lisa Drew and the rest of the team in our 570 newsroom. Um, they've been so kind as I learned the ropes and so patient when I frequently pissed off so many of you guys that called in to complain. Um, thank you for your emails and inquiries. It was so nice of you to um, worry and reach out to me. Sharing life on the air with you guys and the full human experiences, even the ones that aren't pretty, the ones that are not things we want to talk about is such a joy for me. It's not ever lost on me ever, ever how lucky I am to do what I was meant to do, to wake up every morning at four o'clock and really kind of rush to get to work. Uh, congratulations to one of the best in our biz and such a uh, a pillar in this community, Brian Burke. He's going to join the 570 News team. He's going to invigorate your mornings. You think I piss people off. I mean, do you remember? He's good at it too. Uh, so don't worry. You won't be lost. You'll have things to talk about and argue about. That's for certain. So I just, again, want to say thank you. It's um, so blessed to have been a part of your lives on, on a daily basis and for you to let me into them. And to listen to 7,000 stories about my kids and uh, and my life and sometimes feel like Kathy Lee Gifford. Remember when Kathy Lee was on Regis? All she talked about was her kids. Uh, okay. I should have brought Kleenex in here. Like um, TV with like mascara down my face. Um, phone calls. Let's do that. Uh, star 570-519-570-2545. This is a chance to say goodbye. Maybe Brian Burke will let me come in once in a while when he's on vacation. Uh, We'll see about that. Kathy, you've been waiting so patiently, and I appreciate it. Hi.
2: And I'm not a patient person, so this is a good (laughs) thing. But I have to say, I really enjoy having a female perspective on the talk radio show because I'm in my car like 10 hours a day. So basically, I turn you on at 7 and I turn you off at 6. So I listen all day long to you guys. You have at least allowed me to talk about boobs and female problems during the month, which is awesome. And I'm My son's the one that is in Cirque. I've called you a couple of times.
1: Sorry, say that again. Your son's the one?
2: In Cirque du Soleil with the Michael Jackson. Oh, stuff. yeah, yeah. Four times. So you, your refreshing to? I think if we meet outside somewhere, we would be good friends because we're both kind of type A overdoers and have a hard <laughs> time saying no. So if I can give you anything, because I know I'm a lot older than you, um, smell the roses a bit, take time to enjoy your family because... From what I hear, you sound like an awesome mom, and I wish I could have been more like you when my kids were that age. You seem to have figured it out more than I did. So try and take time to smell the roses because you so deserve it. You work really hard. You give a lot to us and the community, and I just have really appreciated the time you spent with
1: the radio station. Kathy, thank you so much. Oh my gosh, I think I should be in Sola. If I have spun the illusion that I'm a good mother, I mean <laughs> I should join the I should be No, a, no, you are. You got
2: it together <laughs> a little more than I did. You're uh, sweet things you've done. So good luck with all you thank do. You. And I mean, if I ever see you at a bar, I am
1: buying you a beer. Oh, Kathy, thank you. Thank you. That's right, I, that's a date. Thanks so much, Kathy. Thank you. Uh, Star 570. Thank you, Kathy. Justin, hi. Good morning, Justin. Hi. Uh,
3: I just wanted to call in and say thanks and wish you all the best. Um, to be honest, when I first started to listen to you, I opposed a lot of your views and I didn't really... Uh, get you, but the more I listened to you, the more I got you and the more I felt that you're like one of the champions on the radio and sad to see you go. I love your raw emotion. I love your raw opinions. They're awesome and we need more people like you in the world, not less. So thanks and all the best.
1: Justin, that's so kind. Thank you. I feel like somebody who hates me should call in just to balance it out a little bit. You know what I mean? Somebody (sighs) somebody call and tell me. (laughs) Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much. That's very kind. It's so very nice of you. Um, Andre. Andre and I are like at separate ends of every single thing you could possibly I mean really I mean I think Andre was he the first one to call me a feminazi he might have been he might have been the first one Uh, you know So, and uh, Andre's passionate and very faithful he's a very faithful human so you can see how we didn't always align but I just want to say thank you to Andre because I think I've blocked him on Twitter like four times yet he still persisted he did. He still persisted, which was good, Andre. I like persistence. Uh, he says, good morning, Jennifer. I hear you're leaving 570 news. I'm sad to hear it. Even though I disagree with you on 99.9% of everything, it was always good having disagreements with you. Uh, good luck in your future adventures. Thank you, uh, Andre. Uh, I have so, m- I don't have time to do them all. And I'm so sad that I don't, but I do kind of feel a little bit, um, indulgent, uh, Reading as many. I thank you, Wayne and Carrie Ann and Tiffany uh and Gail. Gail says, Don't tell them not to cut off your last minute of the show. Thank you, Rogers Television. Gail, that's my fault because I don't shut up. They have to go at the time they have Polly, I don't even know what time they have to go. They have
0: to go out at nine fifty eight. And if we're not out, they're gonna cut us off. That's how it happens. That's
1: how it happens. So it's never their fault. It's never their fault. That's all me, Gail. But thank you for your kind words. Uh, And to to Luke, and oh my gosh, they're coming in hot. It's very kind. It's very nice. Anyway, um, I hope I do get to come back at some point. And I hope you will join us at our sister station at Country uh, 106.7. You can do it! It's always a very fun show. It's far filthier than this one, I'll tell you. And you'll be like, did that girl have... How did she... Does she actually have a brain? No, it's a really fun show, and PJ's a great co-host. And um, anyway... This is goodbye for now. Polly, I'm going to get out on time. As a matter of fact, I'm going to get out early. Will that screw everything up? No. I'm...
0: Inconceivable.
1: Also, my fiance has been standing across the glass watching me do this for the entire time, which I did not know was going to happen. So I probably would have brought some Kleenex. or You know, he's the only person that makes me nervous. The only one. The only person who makes me nervous to do radio. It's either true love or something codependent. I don't know, but I'm going to marry him anyway. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for all this time we spent together. I so appreciate it. And uh, I hope to see you soon. Make sure you give Brian Burke a big welcome when he comes in here on Tuesday. Enjoy this weekend.